Okay, so I guess this week we come to our wonderful loyal listeners at 12.30 in the morning Eastern time. Um, because, you know, we just had to give you live reaction for music's biggest night. Music's come longest on. night. Music's longest night. Which, you know, we're going to, I know we're going to get into this, but the fact that music's longest night was a three-hour production that only showed nine awards. Pretty, pretty, what, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah, and the like the decision of like some of the, the awards they decided to show was also weird too. But yeah, which there'll be there. I saw a tweet, so like I have something to say about that as well. But um, I guess honestly, I don't even know if we need a traditional intro. I'll just say welcome to uh, the live ninety-seven demo podcast coming to you literally minutes after the Grammys just wrapped because we just we were talking about it and figured it just makes sense to record and call it an episode. Um, I'm one of your three hosts, Nambi Ikwanu, joined by Oh McGee. And Avery Delal. And there's just, I feel like there's so much with the Grammys this year. One, let me say this general statement wise, I'm satisfied with the outcome of the Grammys. Like there's not really any category that I'm like, someone was robbed. I'm not really super pissed about anything. I know there's some categories that fans, like, you know, people maybe Lil Nas X didn't get anything. I know people are upset about that. But I didn't, I don't think got anything. Uh, or Phineas, so that, that may be annoying. But I think like, generally all the a lot of the categories are pretty competitive so it was like no one felt like egregiously snubbed i agree with that it wasn't nothing like oh my gosh i can't believe this person who came you know you know that kind of happened a little bit last year you know there's a lot of questionable decisions for some people but um yeah i didn't feel bad or for anybody that won or i was like oh man they're like you know everybody that won i feel like actually like deserved it in my eyes you know i'm not the you know the beholder but you know I also think there's some pretty good like surprise with like who ended up winning categories. I think there was like ideas of who might win or who might sweep or whatever, but and I don't think no. that anyone really predicted anything 100%. Can I just say I'm happy a <laughs> Olivia sweep didn't happen? I guess honestly we should we should start by saying what some of the the big awardees were. Um, going in, I think everyone thought Olivia was gonna sweep because she had she had it. She could have. She ended up taking on Best New Artist, which I think was huge, um, as well as Pop Vocal Album. I want to say that. Was, yes, yes, she did. Best Pop Vocal Album, yeah. which I think makes sense. I think you know Olivia. It, it would have been insane if she didn't get an award. It was very much so her year. Um, so those are the two she got. She you know he, she beat Billy and Ariana, um, who also had you know great offerings. But that makes sense. Uh, we went into the night with John Baptiste, the most nominated artist with 11 nominations. He won five of them, including Album of the Year. So that's huge, huge, huge for him. Um, I think he was the dark horse. I don't remember if I called it when we had our like. You did say it a while ago. You were like, don't be surprised. They always do it yeah. every once in a while. Because it was a really good. I remember I had him as Project of the Week. It was a really, really good project. So yeah. I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if like they give it to John Baptiste or Tony Bennett, Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga. Because sometimes they'd be doing that. They'd be, they'd be just throwing in the the um like dark horse candidates um but again i guess uh what else uh, leave the door open silk sonic did a sweep for all the awards yeah. they were nominated in they won yeah. song of the year they won record of the year they won uh best r&b song and they tied with jasmine sullivan for best, best r&b performance. performance y'all what do y'all think about a tie i'm still kind of you it's know weird it's weird but i'm not mad about it considering like what category it came in like it wasn't like a you know, nothing huge, nothing major, but I don't know. I guess that's where it's like, how can there be a tie? Like, don't you guys have an uneven amount of voters? Like, 
I don't know. Or maybe maybe somebody voted for something else, like uh, other nominees, and it just happened to go down that way. I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. So I'm curious as to how you know. This makes me more intrigued as to how the Recording Academy actually functions than like the weekend's boycott. Um, well, I guess bo- both of them did, but it's like, I just want to know how a tie in an institution like this actually happens. Does that mean the exact number of votes from whatever like, like voting subgroup that handles R&B was just like, we, we don't know. I can't tell you it's yeah. these two. I can tell you it's these two, but that, I don't that's know. What, that's, that's what I'm assuming. I don't know. That's what I assume. It's hard to believe like that that actually what happened, but that's what that's what I assume happened, but uh, I mean, I'm happy about like if two people are gonna tie or two, you know, obviously yeah. Silk Sonic and Jazz are gonna tie. Like that's not a bad tie for them, you know. Honestly, I'm happy. They both, both were great, and I'm glad Jasmine yeah. Sullivan ended up still taking home. Uh, I think R&B album. Yeah, she got uh, best R&B, Hotel, which that which was, was super great. awesome. Yeah, I agree. That was great. That was really good. Um, yeah, it was great. What you guys think about the uh, performances? Like, you know, there was a lot of performances. A lot of, I think, a lot of, lot, lot of, okay. It started off with Silk Sonic with seven, seven, seven. What y'all think about that? Their opening performance. What y'all think about that? It's good. It made sense. You know, they got the residency in Vegas. They're yep. in Vegas for the show. Mm-hmm. Ended up kind of, it ended up kind of being their night. So, I feel like sense. Silk Sonic had a tall task, right? Like, <laughs> at least in my eyes, in the sense of like they started last year at the Grammys, and that was over a year ago. And I feel they just came and went so quickly. So it's like sort of anchoring the night. I didn't really know going in. I didn't know what song they were going to perform. I was like, they can't do "Leave the Door Open," and that's the big one. Are they going to do "Smoking Out the Window"? That's been out since July. Even "Skate," like you know, it, I, I didn't know. Seven 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 was like a, that made a lot of sense. I'm glad I forgot. Yeah, I forgot I about that one. I went back to the album, played it a couple times. Um, but I think for them to have such like a big, pronounced like impact on the night, and like they were just so present, like you know they had the mm-hmm. Anderson back had his wig. They were just they were like viral meme moments. How how they sort of yeah, like we, when they won, won uh, they would, like stand up, stand up. Yeah, together. what was that yeah. for? Was that for record when they did that? They, they did it for both. They did it twice. They, they did it twice did for twice. song and record. For song and record, they did a whole. You like, know what uh, I noticed? Just thing. like on the random of keys. Did you notice that I I want to say. And don't call me because again, this just happened like 45 minutes ago, so this may be wrong. But I want to say every time they went up to get an award, Anderson Pac spoke first. Yeah, Bruno Mars didn't really say anything. I like that. Yeah, the first time the the optics. The first time they won, they had the writer of the song speak. That's right. He he dedicated it to his late mother. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, oh yeah, that's right. The Anderson Anderson talked. Which I can, I really appreciate, you know, Bruno, not to say like Bruno's been here before, so you know, he doesn't, but I, I do think, especially Fairness Impact, we've talked about how shockingly oh, yeah. like Silk Sonic as like, a, as, as this venture has been huge commercially for him relative to his prior work. So I'm happy that like, considering he may not, he may be the person who hasn't like, I don't know, actually he has his own Grammy, so I don't really know what I'm saying, but I, I still, I like the fact that he was able to sort of be the star of Silk Sonic. I agree. Um, and like every, cool. like sort of every moment they're on screen, like the performances, I feel like he's really stood out when they like did the little Trevor Noah did his little bit and he's like, we don't talk about Bruno was just interviewing, you know, uh, Anderson mm-hmm. the whole night. It, like that felt mm-hmm. good. I like the optics of that as a fan. Totally agree. Yeah, I agree. It was great. I think I mean, he let the him performance. Have I think the performance as a whole were like mostly good. I just feel like there are too many. The thing was too long. That's what Avery. Like, I, I think like, that's like a fair thing to 
we need to get into like yeah. the entire layout i know you have thoughts on it but the fact that they essentially were like we're gonna gut the grammys voting award show and just make this like a music medley night like a music a, a music festival with like interludes of award yeah. announcements yeah that's exactly like the what it was. you know maybe it's just because they were towards the end or maybe i'm not just a huge fan of these artists but i felt like carrie underwood's performance was like unnecessary because yeah. it was a new yeah, song yeah. that no one knew obviously nobody knew yeah and then the brothers Osborne played it out, which I think was unfair to them as a group to have them be the final performance after the last award was already handed out. Yeah, and it's like, we know the night is over. And yeah, you know, it's like, I, that would have been a tough task for anyone. So agreed. Those to me stand out as the two. I'm like, ah, we could have like gone without them. That's fair. We could have just left with like John Batiste, uh, Batiste just like having his moment. Why wasn't that the last? Like, like, just, he just, just leave it at that. His performance was so fun or yeah. like yeah he had a honestly yeah. i wonder if it's maybe because they knew he was gonna win look yeah. so a source who's a source <laughs> let me not let me find this tweet before i sound stupid but <laughs> this, go, this goes to the point what's is the new york times guy i'm just worried i'm gonna say his name wrong so i'm trying to like look at the spelling so i don't joe joe Cosarelli. wait is that new york times variety maybe i'm not sure new york times music reporter anyway he tweeted that um specifically for rap performance versus rap album that apparently they were gonna announce rap album during the show which we know Tyler the creator won and rap performance was gonna be one of the you know the, my we didn't even get to this they they announced half like the bulk of the awards beforehand on like you know twitter they had a whole pre-show ceremony yeah that was available premiere ceremony i think it's called premiere ceremony yeah. uh, but you know they gutted the actual broadcast of of like award announcements they did a lot of them beforehand and uh, one of the ones they did before him was rap album, which just was kind of like wild. Because it was really like, this weird. is normally like one of the biggies, like one of the important ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and they ended up doing rap performance during the show. Baby Keem won rap performance. Shout out to Baby Keem. He deserved that. Uh, mm-hmm. But Joe tweeted, he was like, I don't know what the rules are regarding those secret envelopes, but best rap album was supposed to be presented during the show, got swapped for best rap performance at the last minute. Keem was in the building. Tyler wasn't. So... You know how the Oscars, it's so sacred of like, no one, like absolutely no one knows who won. Like that's a whole thing. You know, a separate third party company does it. I'm looking at the Grammys, especially after that one, like, hmm. Oh yeah, they knew. I feel like, I don't know. It's tough. Cause like, I feel like I should, you know, it's a weird time where we got the Oscars one week and the Grammys the next week, but I feel like I shouldn't come away from these past two weeks and be like, wow, the Oscars was the better produced like broadcast but you just which, said which it had its own issues which were terrible so i think it was no. literally in the production though like as far like at the technical sense the people who know me the, 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 the j school kids that know me you know what i'm saying the actual production of the award show was like there's some there's some bits that were off i mean you think of like the sequencing of performances that goes into that so i don't know like it, for all it could have been like a tech thing maybe like their equipment went out so they had to switch the performances really quick and just keep it pushing because it was really weird to close out the show after album of the year was announced with mm-hmm. another performance from an act that isn't huge they're huge yeah. in country don't get me wrong but like you know as far as um like mainstream appeal mainstream appeal like why isn't billy closing out the grammys yeah she swept last year right the like sequencing of this was very 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 peculiar well that's another thing avery you pointed out too how like you wish because you know what the oscars like when there's a best actor you know the guy who the person who won last year 
um, will, you know, give out the, uh, present the award this, you know, mm-hmm. that year. You know, the Grammys doesn't really do that. It doesn't really have that tradition. It's kind of like, uh, kind of randos kind of presenting awards, which sometimes is, it's cool sometimes, yeah. but I wish it was kind of like theme-based or like, you know, they've done it sometimes, but I don't know. I just, I wish they were more, um, well, I think with this the year was the outlier. Like this year they were trying, they normally have celebrities like present the awards. And I guess this year, well, we didn't even talk about it. They were trying to, like, I guess, highlight some of the behind-the-scenes heroes who make, you know, who... Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, put all the productions and yeah. help with the live show stuff. So, you know, they had different, like, staff. Um, like, uh, I, I want to... I hate that I'm saying staff. I'm trying to remember the actual positions. They said, like, assistant, man, like, tour manager, I think. Yeah, the one. people who help make the live shows happen. It was supposed to be, like, a celebration of, like, a return to live shows, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. So I think that's like one I, I don't know. Either way, all that to say that like typically it's they, they'll get celebrities. Like celebrities will just like any other award show. That's why it was kind of weird to me that I appreciated what they were doing, but it did when I you know, thinking of the, the big picture production, it was sort of like a hmm. Yeah, a little hmm. Uh you know, speaking of performance we did like though, we did enjoy. I know one of the first ones that <laughs> we had a bit of reaction here was uh the BTS performance. Hmm. They killed it last year. They had a good one this year again. Um, yeah, that was a good one. Obviously, the guy I don't I don't know the members' names, but he was flirting with Larry Rodrigo. That was a little moment. That was a little cute moment. So that was cool. Um, BTS you know, probably had the cleanest performance of the night. I'm not gonna lie. Like Billy was my favorite, but as far as yeah. like like yeah. crisp, sharp, yeah, they're like, they're, they're, they're boom cacks. They're, they're on point. They're on point with it. They're so they're, well choreographed. They I have to say, like the. The production involved with the performances themselves were, was actually really impressive, and how like, like the know, set work. The yeah, set like yeah. Billy had a whole upside down house. Yeah. Olivia had a street. Uh, BTS was like like secret agent spy themed. Like yeah, you know her, Billie, had, a, her had a great I've performance on I Twitter. Her performance, yeah. You know that tweet you sent everywhere it was like, oh, Billy, Billy was in Harry's house. So I finally realized it was Harry Styles album. I was kind of confused. Yeah. <laughs> But that was the video. The video for Happy yeah. Than Ever, I feel, had, like, upside-down furniture. I haven't watched it in a minute, but people are, are like, right. are they teasing you're a collab? Right. <gasps> mm. that'd, that'd, be, that'd be, like, the Stan Twitter. Thing. Yeah, that's Stan Twitter. That's, Stan, that's, that's deep into pop Twitter. But yeah, so. Uh, yeah. A lot of performances I enjoyed. I, I, I enjoyed most no, of I, Yeah, I agree. So. I did enjoy a lot of John Patisse had a great one. Even uh, Nas was okay. He was cool. He was all right. He was okay. He was I liked him badly. I get you know. I guess yeah, pretty good. It was pretty good. Don't know why Jack Harlow only did half his. Yeah, let's have a look on Zex's performance because that yeah, was something right. I I was which it was good. I really good. wish Jack got to finish his uh, his per, uh like really his full verse for no other reason that yeah. they just have great chemistry together like on yeah. stage. That's true. And they did like, something was really weird. funny together. Like I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they had a I, moment I, too. Yeah, Jack Harlow had a little moment. So we know what you know. They both did. It was funny, yeah. but yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like it was, that was like a small part of like what was like ended up being a very weird broadcast where just like yeah. choices were made where you're just like, why did that happen? Or and it was like, why are we doing this? Even up to the camera, because I pointed this out that you know they were definitely you could see what storylines they, they had discussed like in the pre-production meeting okay. where they were trying to like figure out like okay what who what where does the camera need to be when so-and-so is you know on stage you know when like olivia's performing they cut to billy non-stop when billy's performing they cut to olivia when like trying to make when nas x is performing they cut to nas when nas is performing there's a little nas x even like, though they, they yeah yeah 
Oh, another one we cool. didn't. Yeah, another one we didn't talk about was the in memoriam. That was really cool. I actually uh, did really enjoy really, the in memoriam. That was really cool. Um, they got yeah, all, ben the, all the Platt, Cynthia Erivo, yeah. Rachel Zegler, and Leslie Odom Jr. singing Stephen Sondheim songs. Who obviously all the musical passed. people. Who passed. Yeah, all the yeah. theater kids yeah, to do the Stephen really cool. Sondheim songs. Um, that was really cool. And they were really great. They they sing their ass off, so they're all really good. Yeah, they did their thing, so that was good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, man. There was, I mean, there's a lot of nitpicks from this show, but uh, nothing where I have like super strong feelings. Like, man, this was straight up stupid. Like, you know, nothing where I'm like, this show was a f- complete failure type thing. You know, I think it was. I don't. Yeah, definitely don't. I thought think it was that. I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. I thought it was a fine, sh- fine award show. You know what I'm saying? So I think I just think my thing is like, I don't know if we want to get into this now, but like they did something like what the Oscars did last week, where they Ooh, like we talked yeah. about decided not to air some of the categories um and i think just i just don't understand why like if your goal is to get more people to watch you're failing already because the the broadcast is already going to be super long in the case of the oscars it went over 40 plus minutes maybe because of events that transpired who knows but like it cutting eight categories didn't do anything to fix you know the length of the broadcast in the case Mm -hmm. of the grammys we presented nine awards in three three and a half hours which is ridiculous And so, you know, I don't think they should be trying to appeal to the people who don't watch it and rather, you know, really invest in the people that do watch it like us. Like, I know we wanted to see, I would love to see Tyler, the creator, accept an award for Absolutely. Album. I, you know, I Absolutely. want to see, yeah. and I know it's a matter of getting these people to also like come, getting the artists to come, but why would they want to come if they feel like their, their work is not going to be celebrated on the broadcast? You know, it's like if I'm yeah. watching an award show, I want to see the awards. I've thought a lot about the the whole nine categories thing, as you guys have heard since we watched it together. But I think just like you're saying, it was a combination of two things. One, I genuinely think that a lot of celebrities were like, we're not coming. So they were like, from a logistic standpoint, they're like, we just can't show all of these. Mm-hmm. The bigger thing, though, is I think there was a decision made in a big boardroom somewhere that the type of fan you are Avery like for the Oscars or like maybe I we I am for the Grammys is a dwindling base right <laughs> that no longer tunes into TV broadcasts as or no, no that's no longer as big in number to justify like the three hour broadcast so as a result they're like oh well maybe the youth will like a concert more yeah, <laughs> they like yeah. three hours of a concert um that you know just has a couple of words you know those pesky award show things that we're here for but you know it's really the concert and I, I just don't think that's the formula. I get doing more performances, but it's not the formula because it was kind of, even if a celebrity doesn't show up, it's still nice when they have their moment and someone's like, so-and-so couldn't accept this award. But, you know, the, mm-hmm. even that means something. And the awards they cut out, there's no reason we shouldn't have seen any, like, we didn't see, I don't think we saw a rap album. We saw a country album. We didn't see any of the, the, the only, yeah, we just saw the rap performance. Or we only saw like rap chose, performance. It felt like in they each chose genre, they like yeah. cut out like at least two of the categories. Yeah. It's which weird. was like annoying. Best I music video we didn't see was John Baptiste one again. Yeah. You know. I feel like it was just too much they cut out. Like I get being, you know, you know, intentional about what 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 what's being shown. Like I think, but I, I don't know. It's just like it just seems like again like with the Oscars it's like are you out of touch of like what people want to see and what people are interested in I don't think they know what people want to see and I think they're all that's the problem yeah that's the problem then you know I do think the Oscars though that formula I know where this isn't an Oscars podcast but I will say I think the Oscars is very entertaining even outside of the slap like the production was just nice yeah yeah 
modern and sharp and like they i think they did a really good job well and that's another thing too like i don't know i don't know like these i don't it feels like the oscars and this is not maybe this maybe it's not fair to the grammys but like with the oscars like they're really intentional with like i don't know like getting uh the host the host doing bits like really trying to get people to like laugh and have a good time type thing even though it's super up like uptight and everything like that i don't know it just it just it just feels a little different like it's more of like a a show entertainment type thing if you get what i'm saying in a different way but avery before we do this can we actually go back to the categories i want us to kind of do reaction to at least the rap ones since i feel that's like our our maybe rap about i don't know we'll start with rap but so best rap album um, if you didn't watch the nominees were off season j cole certified lover boy drake king wait no drake withdrew drake drake withdrew himself Yeah. yeah So the off-season King's Disease 2 by Nas, Call Me If You Get Lost, Tyler the Creator, and Donda, Kanye West. Going into this, I thought it was going to be between Tyler the Creator and probably Donda, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And Tyler won. I, I feel that that's pretty on par with what everyone expected. I agree. Yeah. It's it's what I expected and wanted, so I'm happy. I agree. Uh, best rap performance, Family Ties, Baby, Kim and Kendrick Lamar, uh, Beat Out, Up by Cardi B, My Life by J. Cole, 21 Savage, and Murray, and Thought shit by Megan Thee Stallion. That I'm cool sense. with that too. It would have been cool if J. Cole won too because I do think that's a great song too. But mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, I'm glad Baby Kim won. Yeah. And obviously sense. Kendrick made it like a bigger moment because when he was on the song, like, you know, so. All I'm going to say on this is I'm not going to compare, but I already see it on Twitter. Already see it on Twitter. It's a lot of people that haven't, that haven't even been nominated for Grammys. That, that that been here a little bit longer than Baby King. You know, little Uzi hasn't been nominated. Are you serious? Yeah, that's shocking. That's that's shocking. Just when you think of that entire generation, he's never been that, nominated. That period. Was like sort of the young kids pre Baby King, like mm-hmm. little Uzi, Playboy Cardi, like like all like that. This is never. It's actually shocking. Never been wow. That's actually shocking. Yeah. Oh, this was but one you had a big uh, th- thing about nominee best rap song. I knew it. Best rap song. Uh, Jail by Kanye West and Jay Z beat out My Life, J. Cole, 21 Savage, and Murray. Family Ties, Best Friend with uh, Doja Cat Sweetie, and Bath Salts, DMX, Jay Z, and Nas. This wasn't surprising. I have been preaching to the choir, shouting to anyone who will listen that Jail by Kanye West with Jay Z, not that part two that no one told him to release, the the original, is just an amazing song. And to me, it gives me everything that I could imagine, like the esteemed of the recording academy look for in a rap song like a, right. a, a, like you're incorporating different genres it sounds progressive there's like a message it feels anthemy like a sort of beers pop like it makes sense it's a yeah. great song Kanye always wins these one i feel like he won did he win for uh power i feel like he won for power probably i feel like that's like a, one of those anthem songs he probably won for i feel like he did but uh seems like it yeah it seems like he would but yeah so yeah i have no no qualms with the rap rap uh rap categories and whatnot um i don't know if we mentioned jasmine selling for r&b i think we might have said that but that was just a great yeah. moment to see her win uh the show was weird because it started not- the night with zero grammys left for two yeah exactly know? and it sounded like she said um it sounded like the uh billy porter <laughs> he was like uh her and we was like oh her one and yeah, it was when like he oh, announced it that it sounded was, like so, her. No, that really was a moment so the the as, as he's presenting the award, he opens it and he goes, he doesn't say the name. Everyone always says like name, then, then album. Maybe because the category was about the album, he did it the other way around. But he goes, her, her. Like, oh, 
It just sounded like, like her. Like, it did sound like her. Even Jasmine, she, she looks shocked like, oh, too. She looked lost. Oh, she, I think, yeah. I thought she said her, and I think yeah, I Jasmine too. Sullivan also thought she yeah. like, he said so her. I have a question though. She got it. I have a question though. This is something I'm just wondering. Like, so best R&B album, Jasmine Sullivan got it, but John Batiste was nominated for that. So how could he get best album, but then best R&B? I'm like, what was the like? I, I'm just Different wondering what the thinking. Yeah, I guess different vote. Is that what it is? Like, I was just wondering what's the, what's the logic I behind think that. So there's like each genre has its like subgroup, and then there's like the general field, which are like the, when they say like the secret committees. There's like the general field people. So it's mm-hmm. like your subgroup can like think an album is great, you know. Like so in this case, Hotels by Jasmine Sullivan, and then when you're doing your general body counts for the other categories, they all you know other people may say John Batiste. Mm-hmm. Got you, you know. Gotcha, yeah. But I think I'm just really happy Jasmine Sullivan got there. Like, there's people who I just really wanted to see at least get one, and Jasmine yeah. Sullivan was at the top of that list. So I was happy when she got yeah, uh, R&B performance, but that was a tie with Leave the Door Open, both great songs. I get it. Yeah. This R&B album, she really deserved, and I'm and I'm glad she got to leave with that. Well, yeah, and remember last year we she was one of our artists of the year because we feel like she had a great year last year with like you know what she did. She really came up. You know, she's always been like the underrated woman in r&b and now she's like really really getting her flowers it felt like that last year now she got it like capped off with like a grammy yeah. which is pretty great. Okay, a good way to cap off her album run exactly while we're so. here i just want to talk about chris stapleton because you know oh all the calm people may have about country one thing about mr stapleton oh people love that fan. performance on twitter people were loving that he has a new fan on i'm on the, i don't know what our stand club is called the staples i don't know what it is the staples that, i like that if that's what country is, I can do country because that was soulful. That was R&B. I just yeah. closed my eyes and let him talk. I was like, just keep on going. Chris Staples was like the guy that got me into country music. So I'm happy really? that everyone else can uh, appreciate him because his voice is incredible. Amazing. He won best yeah. country solo performance for You Should Probably Leave. I, he also, didn't he win album too? Am I making? Yes. Am I, for, uh, mm. He won yeah, he did. best country he did. song Bro. for Cold and best country album for Starting Over. Yes, he did. So the only thing he didn't win, what's the one category that he didn't get in country? Oh, Brothers Duo. Osborne got Best Country Duo Group. So literally the one thing he, he couldn't get. He, he yeah. <laughs> Starting um, Over is a fantastic album, too. If no one's listening, if you guys haven't listened also, to that. Also, let's talk about Doja and Pop, because Doja got oh, uh, Best Pop yeah. Duo Group Performance. I was really, That was another good moment. As the night was going on, that's one, that's a, for some reason, again, the, the sequencing of these award announcements was weird. So they did Song of the Year, like, early, and then Pop Best Pop Duo Group was, like, one of the last ones. Very weird. But yeah. Doja, all the other categories she was nominated for, she just, she hadn't won. So it was kind of like, dang, like, I really want Doja to leave with something. Mm-hmm. And I think this made the most sense. Kiss Me More was, like, easily, like, I think the biggest pop collab track. Like, it's such year. a perfect pop song. If this, was a, if this was a TikTok award show, they would have swept it because that song is, was literally everywhere on TikTok for, like, forever. It still is, but, like, yeah. 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 It's just like, such Butter, break. though, by BTS, and I know there's going to be some stands upset about that. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I was, like, and I, and I said this, I was, like, I feel like Butter, like, thinking about it, like, really technically, like, I think Butter kind of deserves it because that song was, like, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Number one for exactly. Weeks. Yeah, forever. But uh, I was, like, I'd be really happy if, you know, uh, Kiss Me More Once because I, I really do enjoy that song a lot. So... Yeah. It's such yeah. a perfect pop song. And then also, I like, agree. a fun moment where, like, Doja, everyone's like, where's Doja? Why is she on stage? She was, like, in the bathroom. Um, don't know why yes. she was in the bathroom, but 
Who told Doja to go to the bathroom before a bathroom. category she's nominated in? Bro, she probably had presented. to go, man. When you that's got, hey, 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 that's one of those Doja. Hey, hey, nature calls, you need right? A, you need y'all, y- y'all seen, y'all seen Jasper Parker? You, when you gotta go, you gotta go. Yeah. But go, she gave go, a great man. moment. She got very real on stage. It was just like, yeah, she was crying. Like, I and play everything. a lot, but this really means a lot. And I thought that was one of the best moments of the night. So Johnny Mann. Yeah, that's good. Vulnerable moment easily. SZA was also SZA was also present. With mm-hmm. crutches, so was there with crutches, crutches. Which, which was weird. That was she weird. She said she but, rolled yeah. out of bed the night, the day before, and hurt herself. So, you know, hope Susan Twitter sleuths are not monitoring her footwork to see if the story adds up. I personally think, you know, yeah, exactly. The Twitter, she needs, she needs crutches. Leave her alone. Yeah. Um. Hey, what else in the girl. pop world? Uh, love I got, I got one qu- best traditional oh, okay. pop album. Shout out to Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett, who I think is like now one of the oldest Grammy recipients ever. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I got a question for you guys. What? What's up? Do you guys think a rap album will ever win album of the year? When Kendrick didn't with To Pimp a Butterfly, I I generally or damn, I I don't know. But there's I think it'll I think it'll happen. I think it'll I think I think it will happen eventually. Mm -hmm. Um, I just don't know. Like it like if you would have thought like an album would do it, it would be like To Pimp a Butterfly. Like that's. That's yeah. the kind of album that you would think, or like even like my or beautiful damn. darkness. Of I think damn. To put butterfly, you could say maybe that true. was too radical. Damn, I when that didn't win album of the year, I was like, yeah, I don't know what what project it would it would be. Yeah, so I I really don't know, man. I really don't know. So I feel like it'll happen though. We just gotta see. Maybe Kendrick's next album. You never know. Like maybe Kendrick, because we know we feel like he's that guy that can like. Uh, bridge everything you know like everybody is like we love this yeah. on that type of level thinking, but, like uh, tonight like not that i think dondo was the album to do it or even deserve to but like i feel like kanye would have been could have been like you know he could have the one could have but yeah like if, if like exactly like it's it's surprising he hasn't like something like uh life of pablo which you know you never know oh, but like i just realized we haven't even talked about kanye kanye wasn't here but he won two awards he won best melodic rap performance for hurricane and beat and out uh pride the is the devil heartbreaking yeah. And then what else did he do? He went up. Oh, best oh, rap did, song. Oh, we did say yeah, we best talked rap about song. best rap song. Yeah. Okay. But you know, I saw a tweet so. that was like, uh, The weekend because of that, got his first Grammy since <laughs> he decided Grammy. to no longer submit his work. And I wish he did. A weekend performance would have made sense for this Grammys. I, I well, morally am yeah. still with him, but a weekend performance of Out of Time or whatever song he's about to put, he's, he's putting out, I think, in well, two days. Yeah, he's doing Would have been like great on stage. I agree, but the Grammys essentially decided to alienate him. So. Still weird. Still very weird. I agree, weird, but they decided. I mean, I, I, I'm the thing is, I'm with you too, Nami. Like morally, I'm with you. Like we can, like he should do what he got to do because the Grammys basically decided to alien him. The dude didn't even get nominated for like. After no, I was like, Come on now. It definitely was, and I think they're still dealing with the fallout of that. I think you know, I don't know. Oh yeah, for know. sure. I, just, I think I don't think we'll see a snub that apparent. That apparent dude. That again. was the, that was the biggest album last. Like see, that doesn't even the make fact sense. That blinding lines didn't That's, get a, a song. Think about a record that. Of the year nomination. Think about that. That's basically like sour not being nominated at all. Ba- basically, yeah. Basically, because blind, you know, it, it's it's like it's it's like it's like not even fav- fathomable. It's like it's ridiculous. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make. Oh, sense. like can I read this from from Joe? It's uh. So the John Batiste win for album of the year captioned utterly inconsistent night for the Grammys in which youth was rewarded, not really, Ooh. and elders were showcased, also not really. And an album that peaked at number 86 on the Billboard album chart is deemed to be the year's best. See you next year. Also, I saw this too. This is the 11th black person to win album of the year. 11th black person? 11th black person. Who were the other person. 10? I know who was 11. 
Not me being uh, kind of impressed. Maybe, actually, it, it, I did see 11th, but I feel like I don't think anybody's won it twice. So off the top of my head, I can think. I was John Batiste. No, Stevie Wonder's Stevie won Wonder's like won three times, uh, I think. Lauren Hill. Maybe they're counting Stevie Wonder three times, maybe, or if he won multiple times. Maybe Marvin Gaye. I'm trying to think. Michael Jackson definitely, I feel like, would have won it probably, I think. But, uh, yeah, I saw that on Twitter. Maybe we can double-check that. Um, but, yeah. So, um that's um, something cool. I'm saying, yeah, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, Quincy Jones, Natalie Cole, uh, Whitney Houston, Lauren Hill, Outcast, Ray Charles, and Herbie Hancock, and now John Batiste. But I'm, wait, wait. So are we? We just don't consider Outcast a rap album. A lot of people say rap albums number one. I mean, Lauren Hill and Outcast one. Lauren Hill, ugh, that was kind of like a. No, I mean, yeah, that's fair. Okay, I, I, I should I, maybe I should say that. No, but you're not the only one who said that, Avery. Like, I've yeah. seen that on Twitter a lot. Like, a rap somebody album said we have when's the when, when are we gonna get a full rap album? Because that that album what was what was that the Love Below? Um, with that their double album when they did like separate. That's what, albums. I was, that's what my guess would be. Because remember, box, Love Below. yeah, but that was like Love Below. A, it was yeah. R&B, but that was rap. Actually, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, big to... big boy was, but then Andre Three Thousand, which like a lot of people preferred anyway. Sorry, big boy. Hey, but they. It was. It was. I agree. The duo. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree with you. It's just I, what I saw. I think I saw this night. Somebody's like, "When are we gonna get a full rap album? Like a hundred percent rap album? When uh, album of the year? You know what I'm saying? Because obviously Lauren Hill, even though she's a rapper, that album is heavy on the R&B, heavy on the soul. Obviously, she raps on there. Yeah. But she's heavy on that. And you know, Speaker Box, The Love Blow is kind of like a split. You know, I I I, I think. See, that's we getting deeper. Outcast. The unfortunate. I agree. I agree. I agree. The unfortunate truth is, like, even through the albums, the rap albums that were nominated this year, there's a very certain type of, like, album you have to be to be rap and to be, like, recognized in that category. Oh, And yeah. unfortunately, it, so whoever is it, the, the voters of this institution are have deemed, like, a lot of current hip-hop sounds not, like, up to par enough. Which is insane. The extent we've seen is, like, Kendrick, Drake. Yeah. Was Cole nominated for album of the year? I don't I'm think so, say, Probably I'm just throw him in the mix because why not? You know, who we I don't think he has in though because he's been like, he's been underrated by the Grammys. But I know it has to be discouraging if you're like a younger rapper who's like who does trap or a younger rapper who does does you know does jit like does a, a, a young lyricist and see that like yeah I don't my music isn't gonna ever be a song and, of the year or a record yeah. of the year or of the year. and maybe they don't care too and maybe they don't care but I think it's unfortunate though but maybe they just don't care but. Um, okay, so what you know, I feel I feel there's there's so much we covered a lot, so much more to to, to hit on. Yeah, there's so much more. What, what, what else? I mean, I have no. How long before you? <laughs> I mean, I have I have no qualms with like anybody that I mean we talk, you know, we talked about I don't want to get into this, but you know Justin Bieber performed, um, <laughs> which was that was funny. It was a cool uh, performance. I mean, you know, people, people making fun of Daniel okay. Caesar. Just walking around, somebody said they look like his phone got lost. You know, that his was return to stage. They didn't yeah, exactly. Return. Yeah, exactly. Gibeon got to perform at the Grammy. That was Which cool. That nice. was a good moment. Which that was cool. nice. Um, Wait, but y'all yeah, listen man. to this. Listen to this stat. Um, so these are all the artists that earned their first Grammy award this year: Olivia Rodrigo, Doja Cat, Baby Keem, SZA, Lil Baby, Lucky Day, Aruja Tab, John Batiste. Andrew Day, Bo Burnham, Brothers Osborne, Jasmine Sullivan. That's a good list. Nice. Shout out, Shout out to all I think of them. the first Pakistani person to win a Grammy. Okay. Yeah. Pakistani American, at least. Oh, Avery, did uh, Japanese Breakfast win a Grammy today? Unfortunately, Unfortunately not. she walks away with nothing. Empty handed. Avery was like, all I want is 
Japanese breakfast to I a did one. See, but now he I'm just said one. Production again, because we didn't even get a broadcast red carpet, and we should have at least been able to see. Oh Japanese yeah, we didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it once this night. Yeah. Um, but the fact that Lucky Day, apparently his debut album came out three years ago, <laughs> and he got a Grammy. That's like really people love Lucky Day. He's I love Lucky Day, but for some yeah. reason I just thought he was around for so much longer. Mm. I don't know Feels why. Like so like the fact that he's a relatively new artist. Yeah, I'm very happy for him. You guys have some favorite moments. You know, I know we've been a little, little, little down on the ground. We got some favorite moments. Silk Sonic, Silk Sonic at the end, he was like, "That's a clean sweep." I just like that. That was yeah. just yeah. Well, they cool. definitely they like, had they injected like a very much so needed bit of levity into the show. Yeah, yeah, energy, good. some swagger. I'm realizing we didn't talk about what I think was a very pronounced moment, which was uh, Vladimir Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, got to make a virtual address to oh, yeah. the. Uh, well, I guess everyone in the Grammys gave him the time to do so. I remember the reporting around the Oscars when that happened was that he put in a request to do it. And he, and I guess they were told, yeah. you know, hey, nah. we are going to be honoring this. We are going to, you know, we're going to be showing our respects. But, you know, <laughs> we'll get back to you on the request. Like Amy Schumer happen. wanted him to do it, too. Um, but, yeah, it became this thing where I thought it was just going to be the video. And I thought this is actually powerful. Like, it's nice to hear from the president. Then it was also a performance by john legend of i think playing his new song his new song but also interpolated it within that performance was like poetry from a from one ukrainian spoken word poet and there was a singer too there was was a a singer singer. yeah as well it so that that happened as well that was cool that was a good moment that was a good moment happened yeah so yeah i mean i mean the grammys did what they did they did what they did uh, you know, it's it's funny. You know, we we act like we don't care every week afterwards. Like, oh man, I don't care. And then everybody's, you know, we're we're gonna be back on in a couple months when the nominations are come out, and you know, somebody's gonna get snubbed. It's like it happens once a year, but it's such a like such a part of like the yearly cycle of like news, music news specifically, like year round news. So it's kind of crazy. But uh, I mean, yeah, I don't think the Grammys will ever not be relevant because too many people in music hold it near and dear. Like, look at Olivia Rodrigo. Like, the youth oh, yeah, still look at this as something that, like, I aspire to do. Absolutely. Like, the Stallion is someone who has probably looks at it, I, like, I aspire to get another Grammy. Like, as long as you have young artists, no matter what, who still have some sort of love for this award show, and the more established artists still show up if they're nominated enough times, like, <laughs> I think that's going to be, that's going to that's gonna keep this award show relevant. Who are was there anyone you guys were shocked not to see? A lot of people didn't come. I thought Tyler would show up, but he he didn't come. Uh, of course, the weekend didn't come. Drake doesn't do this anymore. Uh, Kanye uh, yeah. did not come. Was not mentioned by anyone. I thought Tyler would have been a really obvious choice for performance as well, but yeah. evidently not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, no. I don't. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just like, well, why isn't Meg Thee Stallion and Dua Lipa performing? Yeah. Why isn't Doja Cat performing? Well, that know. was really because I know my, do, do do my, my complaint do, from I know Dua five minutes the, ago is too many performances, but but still. for the Meg and Dua side, they did they have a new song because they just yeah. oh yeah they do have the new song yeah. that's right they do have a new song that's why they were presenting together and they presented together which was really fun I thought we could have done more of that I yeah. agree and their their moment with uh, Donatella Versace was actually kind of funny yeah that was a moment. I, I mean, I Phineas I already has all those producer of the year awards because he didn't win anything this year. And I was you want him, so you want him to get some for like his solo work. Yeah, shout out Phineas, shout out Phineas. Yeah, Phineas stand right here. But yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. It's the, it's the Grammys. 
Travis Barker went up really and really amazing. We didn't even talk about that. Oh, and Lenny, with Lenny Kravitz. Barker, Lenny Kravitz. Oh yeah, we missed. Yeah, we yeah, every really liked that. Um, that boy Travis been working because he was at the oh, Oscar. He, he, he gonna drop the whole Oscars. Yeah, there's a something in here. Wait, wait, wait. What did that say? A last minute change. Oh, that's that. That's that news story from. Oh, the, okay. Uh, yeah, we we did this one already about how they went from eight to twelve categories. Taylor Swift didn't show up. She said. She said, "I know this album ain't gonna do it. It's okay." <laughs> Literally. We did say though, like we were doing like album of the year. It was like Taylor Swift was like, dude, what if she just wins it? Oh, she like looms large over the whole thing. It's yeah, like, it's like, crazy. what if she just wins it? Because I would. It's like, it's like, it's never shocking. It was like, what if she just wins it? Because how many times you guys won it? Four, four, three. Well, four she's won album of the year three times now. So would it would have been wild if she won like a fourth. But I think this one gonna be the album. I really wanted Happier Than Ever to do it, and I wonder if it was included in the alternative category because at the AMAs, I think it was alternative. I'm wondering. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. I thought the Taylor happened? the Taylor Hawkins tribute was really nice. Yeah, and Billy's shirt also had Billy's Taylor shirt was wearing it. I thought it was a nice little detail. I thought it was pretty interesting that uh they had this in the New York Times thing too, but the song that they played under it was My Hero, which Dave Grohl wrote for Kurt Cobain, but has now become kind of a another memorial song for Taylor Hawkins as well. Yeah. Which is sad and like bittersweet, I guess. No, it really is. Where is it? Where's the alternative? So I guess this was this was like a really a really big night. I don't think we do live reactions like this often, but I I this was this was a good Grammys. Like same thing like I said at the beginning. Overall, there's not a category that I'm like, this feels like it was just wrong. Like oh, everyone yeah, yeah, who I think sure. won an award, I think it was very competitive. I know John Batiste to a lot of people was, was probably like, Oh, yeah. who is this guy but he got 11 noms and before the show he won four of them so you should have known he was yeah. like he was I, yeah, that like, guy. I yeah, think my sure. thing is like I think one of the best parts of this broadcast was like seeing who won these awards because like yeah. I genuinely think it was kind of unpredictable at points and the fact that we only saw nine of them is just the music got exhausting at a certain yeah. point it did yeah yeah it was more music than seeing who actually won stuff which and I, like I love of... Trevor Noah but there was a lot of Trevor Noah a lot of, yeah. lot of and it is if they were gonna cut the categories and give us a two-hour show i could have wrote i could have rocked yeah. with that but the mm-hmm. fact that this was still three it was and still half three half hours, hours just stretching it nope exactly. three and a half this is a three and a half hour yeah long just stretching the show yeah that was just you know that's like you know that's why some people are just like i'll watch the clips on twitter my sister i called my sister I said, did you watch she said yeah on the shade room it was cool i do not <laughs> blame up today i do not yeah, I, f- I feel him I feel him on that so um but okay. that's the grammys i look forward to the grammys last year the, the the delayed april grammys um congrats to all the winners um shout out john batiste for doing for doing the dang thing mm-hmm. and uh now we uh now we move forward to all the people who could potentially win next year so for new releases this year uh we got a couple of dope albums right out chili peppers put out unlimited love a new album dreamville put out a mixtape produced by dj Drama. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, D Day, a Gangster Grills mixtape. Uh, Harry Styles put out a new song, uh, as it was. So, gents, what did, what did you all listen to? Now, this um, Harry Styles song. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, is this a, is this the opportunity for me to say my pop theory on the podcast? Go ahead. Harry Styles, as it was. Fantastic pop song. Let's just start there. Also, announced an album. It. I, you know, off the hills of a great pop album, 
preempting another great pop album. I'm fairly sure that, you know, if, if you don't know, rap's been the most popular genre by like sales, streaming, all that stuff for like the last couple of years. I think we're about to see the re-advent of pop as the popular genre. I think about this year, more rap artists do crossover pop music. And you're going to uh, see more jet, like pop pop starts to become successful again with your Dua Lipas, with your Harry Styles, with your like uh, with your Justin Bieber, if he puts out anything and he's, you know, he's a vet. But I, I think that's the wave you're going to see. Because mm-hmm. think about it after the after that whole like Taylor Swift, Katy Perry, Lady Gaga, like era, Rihanna era of pop stars. There was like a gap where it was like rap just was sort of the, the it thing. And I, I just think we're going to see that shift happen again. And people like Harry Styles, but as it was, I think we'll be on the forefront. So that is my theory. We'll bookmark this. Olivia Rodrigo. Doge Olivia Cat. Rodrigo, exactly. I know Doja Cat says she's a rapper, but she crosses over into she Niagara crosses over very well. Yeah. And I think you're going to see more rappers do that. Look at Jid. He's having success right now with this Imagine Dragon song. Yeah, like, I think Dragon. you're going to see more of that. That's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, good point. Good point. Um, I mean, this Vince Staples, man. The dude's just been killing it the last... I mean, the last year, we I love this album from this year. I like the visuals I've seen for this album. The magic music music video was good. I mean, Vince is just a really thoughtful. He has an interesting way about thinking about life and whatnot. So, I'm really excited about this album. Uh, Rose, what's it called? Rose Ramona uh, broke Ramona Park broke my heart. I'm really excited about that. So, uh, yeah, Rose Street was a great song. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about that. That comes out next weekend. So, exciting. I um shout out you know, got to shout out my Dreamville folks. Uh, and DJ I do want to clarify girls mixtape. Yeah, DJ Drama, he is just hosted, but he doesn't he didn't produce any of it. I just like checked all the credits. He doesn't do oh. any producing. So, so he just hosted. See, this is the same thing with Nigo. I don't I, don't I, I actually this. found out more about Nigo. He, he's a little bit more involved. Nigo, Nigo. Okay, so Nigo. Let, me, Nigo. let me take let me take yeah, back yeah. that take. Well, is that with DJ Khaled maybe? <laughs> like I don't know. That's crazy I, to me if DJ Drama didn't produce any of the the tracks on it. Well, but that's I mean, like is he a, not a producer, maybe. Maybe I'm he's just, a, well, maybe, maybe I don't you know, I don't DJs really know. Are DJs. So DJs are DJs. But that's his thing though. Like that was his thing. Like he's kinda like the yeah, he's basically like DJ Kyle, like, you know, the gangster girls mixtapes. Like he didn't produce any of the Tyler thing, but that was basically like a gangster girls album, yeah. you would say. You know what I'm saying? He just like screams across it and everything. You know, he does the, the talking and stuff like that. So yeah, that was well, cool. either way, I was a big fan of DJ Gangsta Girls mixtape, not produced by DJ Drama. Don't I mean, I'm, I'm a follow up with who produced these. When I find it's a lot out. of people. Jake J Cole does some stuff. Christo, I think Christo's the one who did like down. Oh, bad. okay, wait, no, no, no. This is part Christo. of a, a, a mixtape series. So DJ Drama has done this with other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh yeah, he's done this I didn't multiple times. Okay, so that yeah, makes yeah. this make more sense. This doesn't feel random. Yeah. I was trying to figure out like what's the what's the through line here. But uh, oh, either yeah. way, this was a great curation of Dreamville's best. Uh, I think they all were fires. The intro song is called "Stick" that has J Cole. Oh, that's Jid, the banger. That's a Kenny banger. Mason, Sheck West. And so I, by that listing of names, I know you can imagine what like how hype it is. They're gonna go the crazy. That's gonna go crazy at the festival. It's gonna go crazy. Crazy. Um, but definitely check that out. Uh, it's a nice quick out 47 minutes it's yeah good. it's good i ain't good. mad i ain't mad about it um really real quick y'all we're just gonna run through run through really quick oh, i'm gonna say jid the pop star his song with imagine dragons enemy is peaking that's at number seven now i would love for jid to get a nice top five that could happen soon i you know this didn't get nominated for this may get nominated next year. I could definitely see this getting nominated for best yeah. pop collaboration next year. Um, and just, you know, Oh my God, what happened to Virgil? My favorite song from Lil Durk. Oh, 20. 
uh, also peaked for him. I think that's at 22 and is now his highest charting track from that project. Do do we see a Silk Sonic song creep in here soon? I top think 10? so. I think I wouldn't be if they were smart. They'd release seven seven seven. Throw that to the pop to the pop radio. Because mm-hmm. I, yeah. I I know like I know like Javi's one five, but if, like honestly. From the broadcast, it feels like Silk Sonic had the big night. Do you guys? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got a question now though. Since like it feels like they won everything now, next year, do you think they'll win that much for album? Because it just feels like it'd be too long. It'd be like, damn, no, like that one's been out forever. And I don't think the album was good enough for them to win album of the year. But I think like the songs on it were good enough for it to win. True. You may fair, get nominated. They may get nominated again for "Smoking Out the Window" or "Skate." Or, yeah, good point. Good point. Smoking like, out the window. Ton of songs they could like submit. We gotta get ready for, for sure. the Adele sweep next year. Yeah, oh, I that's think Adele's definitely. Adele about to, I think Adele's about to come. Oh through. yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. Thirty to this day, to, to this day. day, how many more since it came out? November be five months post. Still holds up. Haven't I haven't heard, haven't heard the album that's beating it problem of the year. <laughs> haven't heard the album. Then it's say it like I see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, eligible sure. next year. Should have been this yeah. year, but it's eligible next year. Yeah, uh, sure. On the Billboard 200, all I want to say is that Machine Gun Kelly got his second consecutive, consecutive number one with mainstream sellout. Some people needed us to do rock, and I respect him for doing it. When this updates into tomorrow, Machine Gun Kelly will be number one. And the week that's ending, uh, I think we talked about this last week, the Stray Kids, which I believe is a K-pop group. I want believe to you're say, correct. Debut at number one. I believe you're correct. Also, what is what is going yep. on with Juice World here at number five? Uh, that's Did our podcast his, uh, have an impact? Mixtape. And of course, our podcast "Crash" by Charlie XCX in the week that just ended that debuted at number seven, which is great for Let her. Nice little it. pop album. Can we call things mixtapes that still are sold? Like, why do we call things mixtapes anymore? I, I mean, well, mixtapes are always sold though. You could buy someone's mixtape. Well, I mean, I know they were uploaded to stuff like that Pit, but I mean, on the street, if someone gives you a mixtape, you be they be asking you for some money sometimes. <laughs> the people that don't, we don't mixtapes. We don't want to listen to. We have to buy. Ain't that crazy? But um, that's really all I want to spots. talk about. Honestly, the, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about Billboard more. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why Juice World's uh, Finding Demons, uh, another podcast. I think that's. Released. I think it's rel- It's uh, maybe more songs were added to it or something. I really don't it's, know. It's like a big jump. Oh, I think it might have been in the deluxe. I think there was a deluxe. I think there was a deluxe release last week. Uh, or it may have ago. just come out on one well, no, of 15 weeks on the chart. Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, I think, no, actually, I'm serious. I think it was a deluxe because I remember I was like, I think it's I think it's a deluxe. I'm, I'm pretty positive it's a deluxe. So, yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. So, Project of the Week, ladies and gents. Yeah. Um, I picked Nas, Elmatic. Obviously, Nas performed at the Grammys, which is, you know, it's a nice thing to do. But, um, yeah, I was... Obviously, I'm in New York now. Whenever I think about like going somewhere, I'm like, Nas is like the go-to like New York album. So, uh, you know, if you look at a lot of lists of like the best rap albums of all time, Illmatic's usually number one. Um, not saying it is, but it's usually number one. But yeah, I love this album. It's a great album. Um, I mean, if you haven't heard it, what are you doing? So, King's Disease Two is great too. Huh? It's like King's Disease Two was great. Shout out to. Oh yeah, yeah, that, that got nominated. That got nominated. Obviously, the first one won last year for best rap album. So yeah, shout out to Nas. Mine is the color and the shape by the Foo Fighters. Still not out of my Foo Fighters binge, I guess. Um, this is like my probably my favorite album by them. I don't know if that's like a lame choice because it's got like all their a lot of their popular songs, but and it's got Everlong, which is like one of the best rock songs ever. Songs ever. Period. Um, but yeah. Dope. 
Um, and I chose the offseason by J. Cole because it may not have won a Grammy, but it's a Grammy winner in my heart. <laughs> Good album. It went triple platinum in our home. Platinum, triple platinum in this house. You got that right. Um, so with that, thank you guys for listening to our uh, Grammy reaction episode. We hope you liked it. We hope you enjoyed the ceremony. Tweet us your thoughts. Uh, all platforms at the 97 Demo. You can look forward to a newsletter this week. Uh, we'll be writing about some really dope stuff. So check that out on Friday. Friday. Um, and without further ado, we will see you next week. <laughs>